You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Live from Podcast Detroit and Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. It's time to take a leap of faith with Jackie, Rocky, Nora, and Gina for some entertainment and inspiration. Join them every Wednesday at noon. You can always find us at PodcastDetroit.com. I gotta ask, what were you born to do? What time is it? It's nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Thank you. Hold on one second. Well, it's hump day. Happy hump day. Hump day. day. <laughs> Welcome to Wednesday. Hey. Wacky Wednesday. Wacky Women's Wednesday. Day. Women's Day Wednesday today. Yeah. It's a crazy Wednesday. Hey, a yeah. shout out to um, all our friends and family and anybody you know or know of in Texas. They are going through an extremely yes. difficult time. I have family so, right? there too. Yes. Yeah. It's horrible. And one of our, one of our guests. Paige, she is in Texas and has been without power for four days. So yeah. um, she will not be joining us today. But you know what? Our thoughts and prayers and well wishes and warm, warm right. thoughts. And Wendy, one of our former guests, she's in Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, yeah, we are. Terrible. They are not. You know what? Here's what I learned about Texas. Like some of their homes don't have insulation like we do to keep the heat in. Right. Because uh, they, yeah. Do they so even hot. have furnaces? That's what I'm saying. Do they? Well, even I, have have learned, I have learned that yes, they have central heating and they have furnaces. However, power is the problem and yeah. water. Yeah, the power. Right. Yeah. Right. Because they, they don't else? have that snow. They don't yeah. ever get. Yeah. When they get snow, it's minimal and it's never this long, long lasting. Yeah. Something else I learned is that the you don't think about the wildlife. Oh, I know someone. Yeah. I know someone through Instagram who had a bunny, a baby bunny, by her door that she captured oh. and brought in, and they're keeping it in a box because the wildlife oh. is prepared to deal with this. So they are their their wow. goal is to get it to a rehab center, but mm-hmm. the roads are bad and not safe. So anyway. Wow. Shout out to Texas, and we love yeah. you, and yeah. we're, we're praying for you. Love you, Danica. Be safe. Yeah, yeah be safe. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was Valentine's Day. It was. It was still Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day. Um, what day was it? I don't remember. Fourteenth <laughs> Sunday. Sunday. Right. <laughs> right. So, how was your Valentine's Day? What did you get? Did you get something? It was. We actually had a nice Valentine's Day. We had breakfast as a family, mm-hmm. and then Jackie uh, came home with donuts. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So that was our real yeah, name. So yeah. Max's Donuts. Oh, Shout out to gosh. Max. And the parents. Oh us. my God, they're, they're so, so good. So we had our pinkies early. Yeah. And mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, my husband did did appear at the at the door with some roses. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> In the wind column for him. Yeah. So, so, so it aggravated me, so it's negated. Any good that it did on the 14th? Oh. <laughs> so Gina, so so he appeared at the door. Was he locked out or what? <laughs> remember, remember, we said we weren't going to bring this up. Oh. <laughs> right, right. So, um, what was my? Oh, I worked. Did yeah. you? Yeah. You, it was, huh? was skate. Nora, yeah, well, I did. I did. I go skate. No, yeah, I did. I went skating. Mm-hmm. It was Sunday. You did. I did, and it was fun. Yep. For that anybody that best. missed the show last week, we had a professional skater on, and now I really want to go. Angie Mack. <laughs> Angie Mack. I keep telling you to come on. Sundays are the day that it's the day. Rocky, to come. Rocky you and I are going to go. I'm we did. It would be so fun. Cassie's going. Cassie's going. All right. We're, it's a day then. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm, okay. I'm It'll waiting. be so fun. All I'm right. going to have a walker with wheels. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100 years old, so I need my walker just to get into the building. So, you know. But no, I'm telling you guys, there people will, there are so many skaters. I mean, they will help you. If you, all okay. you have to say is, can you help? They'll, they're, they're right there. They'll, they'll teach you all of that. So well, you're good. You fun. don't need a walker. Is it anything like I, ice skating? Cause I have ice skated, but. No, they say if you can ice skate, you can roller skate, but okay. I don't ice skate. So I can't tell you that. Okay. You know, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I have, I have actually done both. Um, I'm not, I know it'll surprise you. I'm not good at either. <laughs> <laughs> I will what? tell you, I have done bodily harm with an ice skate, um, but never with a roller skate. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you're zooming around a, a rink. So, hey, you know. Yep. It was fun. also, moving on, it was also Lunar New Year um, in the United right. States, more commonly known as Chinese New Year. But technically, it's Lunar New Year because it's celebrated amongst all, you know, Japan and Vietnam and many mm-hmm. countries. So. Lunar New Year. So it was, oh, it was. Why is it called Chinese New Year then? Well, we in America call it Chinese New Year. Oh, they don't go mm. to China? No, they just call it New Year. Wow. Thank you, teacher. It's ushering out the old zodiac sign, which was the year of the rat. And ushering in the new zodiac, which is the year of the ox. So wait, oh. Nora, that was your year last year. You were the right. rat. I'm the rat. Yeah. <laughs> People born in the year of the rat, which Nora, you were. It is said that you like saving and collecting. You so, have never. You never have financial hard times. <laughs> That's the <laughs> lie. <laughs> Is that but all? it also says, for those of us who have received a gift from Nora, if you mm. receive a gift from someone who's a rat, then you know he or she thinks highly of you because Aww. he is a rat. We, we because he usually doesn't yep. like 
Oh my God, that is now that's not true. <laughs> Listen, I couldn't be all I couldn't be all the way nice. I had to yeah. read the whole paragraph. Yeah, you did. Thank you so much, Gina, the for that. People born in the year of the ox are hard workers and they have a song a strong sense of responsibility. Even if they run into difficulty during work, they'll persevere through. They aren't romantic, but they are patient and would never force themselves um, into a relationship with someone who doesn't like them. They're usually quiet Mm -hmm. and emotionally bottled up inside. It's hard for others to understand them when they lose their temper. It's like an explosion that can drive them. Oh, shoot. Well, I'm scared of them. I'm just, yeah. I'm scared of oxes then. Nope. Don't want to get around. You and I, you and I are goats. Yeah. No. Yeah. Rocky's not a goat. Wait, I don't know what I am. No. You're a tiger, I think. You're not a goat. I don't think. I see you as a tiger, Rocky. You're a tiger. Rocky, I thought you were a goat. I thought we were goats together. I I thought so. Well, no. I don't think so. Yeah, let's. Yeah, I don't know. Let's so, look it up. Gina, do they, because I you teach in China, so do they, um, like, really study the their zodiac signs and horoscopes and stuff like that? I mean, we do it for fun here, but it's not like we take it seriously. Do they take it seriously there? No, no. They more or less, when you, if you ask, like, when, as I'm talking with the children and you ask, you know, say, oh, it's the year of the ox and, you know, what animal, what animal, what's your birth year? They'll know. They pretty much know, like. They're mm-hmm. not Googling. They're not looking up like Rocky. Oh, they know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am so they, Oh, you are? Yeah. You, okay. You're the greatest of all time. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, Gina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you, teacher. Jackie, wow. she's the teacher. She knows, okay? Yeah. Don't, don't must, second guess her. I get your first year wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were you, thinking you were thinking of another child. And Jackie, aren't you the year? You are the. Are you a rabbit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hoppity hop. She's always hopping around. Hoppity hop. <laughs> <laughs> here's what they say about a, a rabbit. This made me oh, laugh. They're gentle go. and quiet. <laughs> no. Do they drink wine? Does They're the rabbit patient. Drink wine? They're <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's all true. Oh, wow. No, it's not. However, wait, they also say their sense of responsibility and attention to detail oh, lead yeah. a, leads to a great successful career. So. Yes. Okay. All right. Does it in say. A, in a great wait, list, right? Does, a great does list. It, does it say that. They don't like to watch movies. They just want to know what happens at the end. <laughs> I watch the beginning and the ending. I don't watch the middle part. It takes yeah, too long. That is just so, so crazy. How does oh it start? How does it finish? I would just like to say I've been very quiet during all this. So I feel like I should get brownie points for that. <laughs> I think I'm going to give you some, Rocky. Don't, don't you, thank you. you. Yeah, Here we go. Here's what they say about us, Rocky. <laughs> we right. have a pure and kind heart. And we'd rather we'd rather suffer silently than argue and ruin someone else's mood. <laughs> yeah, that's not us, is it? really funny, Gina. Right, really okay. funny. All right, I, I think we need to quit looking up, quit reading the tablets for, for future planning. Because you know what, we have a room full of amazing, inspiring. Yay, yay, we can really get some good. Um, 
good life lessons here. We don't have to look up uh, the horoscopes. So anyway, let's get yeah. started here. All right. This no. segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Our show today is about celebrating women who inspire us, women who inspire us to dream, inspire us to achieve, and inspire us to create. So what does what makes someone inspiring? It's not about perfection or living extravagantly. We believe that what qualifies someone as an inspiring person is being true to who you are, creating a life that brings you joy and living your truth. All of us have special gifts that shape our lives and create our stories. Today, we have a few women on with us who we are lucky enough to call friends and discuss what discovering your why and living your purpose can bring to you. We would like them. We would like to welcome to the show, Cassie Stone. Cassie, say hi. Hi. (laughs) That's Cassie, a founder of Serene Soul Retreat. Julie Hayes. Hi there. Uh, founder of Hayes Graphic Arts Studio, and Dr. Shannon Tolbert-Polk, who is a pastor and motivational speaker. Yes. Hello, Shannon. Hey. Hi, Shannon. The doctor's <laughs> in. The doctor's in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Nooner Show, ladies. Woohoo! there. We are happy to have you. You know what? When we were talking about this show, it was when Jackie, when she pitched the idea, we all knew immediately who we were going to invite. Pretty much. Yeah. You are amazing women and we are very fortunate that you are our friends and we have learned so much from all of you. Um, So today we want to, we want to, we want to highlight and showcase your talents and what makes you, what makes you, you. And to start off, we want to know what makes you want to create because all in your ways, you are very creative. So what makes you want to create is our first question okay. to get us started. Okay. Cassie, start? you're up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my goodness. Um, you want to create just to have fun, to have adventure in my life. I mean, I feel like no matter what, I, I feel like my boredom through quarantine really like kind of started my, not started my creativity process, but it was started a, a huge part of my life where I was like, all right, change is coming. So because of that, that slow time, all of a sudden, everything just slowed down. I was living abroad. I was living in Dubai at the time. So fully big changes in my life. I knew things were coming. And then it was just like looking at the opportunity around me and wanting to surround myself around beautiful people and just looking at and and my friends and my tribe the people that are in my my circle are all very creative people so we kind of bounce ideas off of each other and it just it escalates so I feel like I it comes quite easy but it's because of who I surround myself so that's Mm -hmm. I guess that's what always makes me want to create more and more more, because it's just it's fun it's exciting and it's life and you got to enjoy right so right yeah yep okay Shannon Shannon, you're Shannon, you're oh, okay. Thank you. I did. I couldn't. I didn't hear the name. I didn't Hi. Know. So, um, I don't know if it's so much that I want to create as much as I feel inspired to create. Um, you know, spending time with my daughter and looking at the world through her eyes. It's you know because everything's so new. 
everything's so, you know, there's so much that she sees for the first time and seeing it through her eyes, it's really inspiring. You know, that's where the words come. That's where the reflections come. That's where the stories come is in just getting a chance to see something brand new and then being able to share that newness with other people. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, Julie. Well, for me, it's not really a choice, like being creative. That's just like who I am. You know, it's just part of my whole day, part of my whole being really. So, and, you know, I've been able to find a medium that I love. So that is just, it's so satisfying. And so I don't really have to force myself to sit down to create. I just wake up and I'm just already like, what can I do next? So yeah, that's good because some people it takes them a lifetime to even get to that point. So that's great. Yeah. Which definitely leads me to the next question. What what do you ladies think makes a person creative? Hmm. Start with Cassie again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you don't know to start with me. <laughs> Um, what makes someone creative? I mean, I do think like going back to what Julie said, I think there are, I have a lot of friends that to their core, to their being, they've been their entire life. It's who they are. So for someone like that, it's, I I look at them and I'm almost jealous. I like to think that I have creative parts to me, but, um, but I still think I'm figuring out what my medium is. I'm still trying. And I've been told that I am more of a connector that I tend to bring people together to let them kind of shine, which I'm actually very happy with. I like that. I want to, like, I want to bring people together and I want their talents to be, and I love being the person behind the scenes, like making it happen. So I think what makes you creative is just, it's who you are, but you also have to kind of search for that. You have to figure out what that means. Like for every person, there's a huge scope and one, I have a family member that to me, when he's creative, he's building a house. Like I look at that and I'm like, that's you being creative. You're just making something amazing. And for someone else, it might be painting or it might be just, you know, something so simple. So you don't, the, the scope is so big and being creative is just kind of figuring out who you are and what makes you truly happy. I think so. Shannon, you're up. Um, You know, I think it's, I think creativity, there's a, so there is a practice to the art of doing it day by day, but I also think that there are these triggers, these events that happen, right? It's the intense emotion, whether it's intense happiness or intense sadness or intense frustration, right? So the frustration of people being bored turned everybody into bakers and they were all doing everything from sourdough. (laughs) It was just this intense emotion that triggers creativity that might be latent. Um, you know, oftentimes when I am frustrated about something, particularly, you know, that I'm passionate about related to justice, that's when I begin to write because that's when that energy is there to kind of push. And that's when all the feelings are flowing and the words are flowing and the emotions are there. So I think it's those kinds of intensity that those intense emotions, those intense situations, you know, the birth of a child, the loss of a parent, those kind of situations that will birth creativity changing your job status, right? Those kind of, those things, they, they lend themselves to creativity because oftentimes people are reinventing themselves, not necessarily, not necessarily because they didn't want to, but they're required to, right? So you come up with some amazing recipe because you only have three items in your pantry, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden now you're really creative, not because you're trying that intense (laughs) situation. You're like, so what can I do with 
you know, pasta, grapes, and, you know, oat and, <laughs> and, a, and a handful of milk. I don't know, you know, so you start being creative. So yeah. I think that it's the, um, the situation that sparks the creativity. Mm-hmm. Shannon, let me ask you something, because this past year, um, a lot of people were just bored. You know, there, there weren't any intense moments. I mean, there were for a lot of people, but there were other people that were just bored. How, how do you encourage somebody? Because I know you minister, right? You're pastor. So how do you uh, coach somebody and teach them how to be creative when they're just bored? You look for the thing that speaks to them because everybody has something that speaks to them, whether it's, it could be comic books, it could be sports. You know, we all know Nora and Nora, it's roller skating. It's beautifying, right? It's, so it's about what speaks to that person. You find out what speaks to them and then encourage their creativity in that, in that area. I wouldn't encourage someone who sounds like, you know, broken glass to start singing, right? Like, I'm not going to do that. That's not your thing. But, but, you know, it's like, it's like, so let's figure out what your thing is. And I think, you know, during the pandemic, people have started figuring out like, oh, wait, I think this is my thing. And they started picking up stuff that they had never considered. Even for the people who have been truly bored, there's been something that caught their attention, even if it was just, mm-hmm. you know what, I really like these kind of movies on Netflix. Something, right. there was something that drew them in. And I would mm-hmm. take them to that. Okay. Okay. Great. Good. Julie. Well, I don't know if this makes you creative, but I can think of things that can help you be creative. And that would be, um, you know, not having a lot of, fear and not like for me, not being too attached to the outcome, but really, really falling in love with the process. And Mm -hmm. I keep hearing, you know, being true to yourself. And the word that I think of is when you're authentic, you're creative. I mean, you know, again, when you find your things, whatever speaks to you. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Julie, tell the story we were talking a couple weeks ago and we were talking about, you know, uh, the whole pandemic and you used that opportunity, like Shannon was saying, one of those intense moments that you you channeled all your stuff and you really dove into your creativity. Um, and when you found yourself like sliding into a dark place, you forced yourself to focus on something different, which is your art, which is what speaks to you. And you came up with like all those beautiful designs that we see Mm -hmm. behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I started that about nine months ago. Well, I mean, actually, I started this concept 20 years ago of wanting to get my artwork onto something you wear, wearable art. So whether it's jewelry or shirts, and the whole shirt thing didn't pan out for various reasons. Part of it is I, I didn't have control over the whole process. And so when I found etching jewelry, I have control over the entire process. Oh, wow. And I've just been absolutely loving it. And yeah, I've just been focusing on it. And uh, when I have hard days, well, I'll just say this real quickly without going into detail. Like my 2020 was actually like, 2017 as far as I went through an extremely difficult time so like now when I go through a hard time I'm just like you know what you're going to keep your head above water because you made it through 2017 and 2018 Mm -hmm. like I have that reference I guess it's you know being more resilient 
you know, just mm-hmm. keeping my head above water. I'm not going to let this take me down. You know, I made it through the challenges I went through three years ago. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, honestly, it sounds funny, but like it truly, like I truly do like talk to myself and say, nope, you're not going, you're not going there. You're going to keep your head above water. <laughs> like I we, we all talk to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. I mean, honestly, thank God, you know, people aren't home all day. I'm like, okay, that's it. You're not going down. You know? <laughs> we all got to be our own hype man at some point. So <laughs> yes, we sure do. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, a lot of you have alluded to the fact of talked about inspiration and talking. I'm going to be inspired. Yeah. Nala would like to put in her two cents. Talk about is there is there something that inspires you, inspires you or a process or someone or something specifically that has um, helped you along your way that gave you maybe help help to your start? So the inspiration behind your journey. Um, So I guess for me, it is a huge, it was a a lot of the people in my life. I I think I'm very lucky to have actually a lot of females in my life, aunts, coworkers, people that I have been around that have never really told me like, you can't do anything. They're like, you can Mm -hmm. do anything that you want to do. So that I think is so important growing up. I mean, you should never have someone tell you, you can't actually make it or you can't. Especially for girls, especially. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Boys too, but, but especially for girls to to me, that's my opinion. And having like powerful women in your life do that and mm-hmm. kind of no matter what it was, when I decided to take a job overseas, not one person in my family had actually ever traveled overseas. I'm from a super oh. small rural town, like nobody leaves, you know, or they leave, but they might go to another state. Like that's as far as it is. So to kind of just be like, I'm taking off, I'm going to the Middle East, like this is happening. But it only happened because I had these people in my life being like, go. Like, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the work that can happen, will get you back home. Like, so knowing that it was like, all right, let's do this. And then ever since then, I think it really, that was the biggest step in my life to be like, all right, now I can accomplish anything. (laughs) I I was, Cassie, I was so proud of you when you did that, when I saw all the pictures (laughs) and you traveling and stuff. And I was like, yeah, she's she's doing it. (laughs) Talked about it a lot. So I think everyone Uh was Oh, thankfully she got, she got away. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. And then since then, I think it's like so many other paths have like come in, like has come into my path and like opened up new doors and people, just beautiful people I've met along the journey. And, and then you really do start to feel like anything that happens, I can handle, I can handle, if I can handle moving half across the world when it was probably one of the biggest, scariest steps ever, I'm like, I'll be good no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter what mm-hmm. it is. So, um, Janine, what about you and inspiration? You know, I think for me, inspiration is part memory. So thinking about things that were said to me by my mother and my grandmother, um, they're both deceased. And just thinking about kind of how they lived and how that inspires me, you know, because I feel like I've got this really great legacy of strong Black women, you know, that kind of, you know, lived life very fully. Um, But I think another source of inspiration for me is my daughter. Um, I was preaching one time and she was sitting in the pew and she leaned over to somebody. She's like, 
that's my mom. She's a doctor, a preacher, and a lawyer. She, she can do anything. And it was just this thought that what that what that meant for her was she could do anything. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about me. It was about her and opening her eyes to that there's nothing that's off limits for her. I think, Nora, to your point, there are lots of girls that sometimes feel like, oh, well, I can't do that or I shouldn't mm -hmm. do that or maybe that's not for me. And so really just wanting to kind of break boundaries for her so that she doesn't feel any of those constraints. Mm. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, it's amazing. Julie? Julie. Yeah, well, my answer is kind of similar to Cassie's in that, you know, I have been crazy lucky to be supported by family and friends. And um, I come from a family who most of the people in my family are artists. So you know, from the get-go, I've been encouraged to do art. And I know a lot of, you know, a lot of other artists, their families really didn't understand that. Or there was that fear that, oh, my gosh, starving artists sort of. <laughs> right. You know, but I've always had the opposite where I've had so many family members um, make a great living out of art and design and interior design. And so I was just so lucky to be constantly encouraged like I'll post one little thing on Facebook and oh my dad oh my gosh that's amazing Julie keep up the good work so I'm <laughs> so fortunate to have that positivity and you know I mean my entire family but my dad in particular is just such a positive person and he really does inspire me and also his sense of humor inspires me you know mm -hmm. yeah so Lucky. Cassie, <laughs> you talked a lot about um, surrounding yourself with, you know, people that encourage you and lift you up. All of you guys have talked about that. But what happens if you don't have that kind of a group? Yeah. Well, I do. I feel like you can have a completely different outcome with your life. I think that like if I wouldn't have had people who were saying, go, yeah. go, go. I had a moment of fear before I went overseas where I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Should I like, is it really what I want? And when everyone sits there and goes, go like you're doing it, you're not saying no, of course. Then there was like, all right, I'm good. But if everyone would have been sitting there saying, I don't think it's the best idea, I wouldn't have gone. And that would have been six years of my life of seeing over 70 countries that wouldn't have happened and literally molded me into the person that I am today. So mm -hmm. it's crazy how one, and that's a really big deal to me. I'm like, I'm so lucky that, you know, going back that that was what I had around me. But I also think my family was important, but it was also my friends. Like my friends were encouraging it. You know, people that I've worked with were encouraging it. No, no one really was saying no. Like they were all, but that's, that was the work I put in was if you're not in my life, encouraging me as much as I'm going to encourage you to like, go and do what you have to, then, then I don't need that. So I think that right. you really do need to step back and look at the people around you. No one around you yeah. should, unless it's something stupid, <laughs> you know, but I can't <laughs> You can't become a clown. I wanted to be a clown. <laughs> so my friend is a clown. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You want to be a clown? Go ahead. <laughs> but I mean, if it's something dangerous, of course not. But there's a lot of people out there that don't want to see you succeed. So if they don't want to see you succeed, then you shouldn't have them around you. It's going to change so much of your path and where you're supposed to be in your happiness. So I think it's extremely important to look at that group that surrounds mm -hmm. closest to you. And I so. think all too often we we listen to the negativity and we don't really ever think about the fact that 
they are trying, maybe that person is trying to hold us back. Oh, yeah. you really should, yeah. you know, and I think that's a mindset. I think as, mm-hmm. I think we have to look at that differently and we have to look at that negativity mm-hmm. and say, why is that person, is it in my best interest that they're, right. they're presenting this negativity? Is it in my best interest that they are telling me, oh, that's a bad idea? Or is it something that they're trying to hold back, mm-hmm. hold me back from or hold, you know, and I think that. But Gina, you know. Their insecurities onto you, or their their yeah, own fears, their own fears. right? Yeah. But, and I but don't you think know, we ever do that. I think we just were like, oh, you don't think you know? We we buy into their beliefs, and we right. don't stop ourselves and say, wait a minute, why is it that you're saying? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but Gina, in, in my experience, I've had you know people around me that you know were were discouraging about something okay. and and. I would always think that um, I'd be the last one to see that they were, didn't want it for me. You know, mm-hmm. I would just think, Oh, okay. They're just giving me their advice. Yeah. And then someone else would come in and be like, don't you see that they're not wanting you to, you know, and it's like, Oh, <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh, I didn't catch that, you know, because right. the person's I, in your circle. So you don't think that. Right. But I, trying to- I think, I think that happens all too often that we mm-hmm. don't see that right. what it truly is. And right. we're like, oh, okay. You know, it goes back to, if you ask enough people a question, you're going to get an answer that you like and an answer mm-hmm. that you don't. Yeah. So then you keep answer, you keep asking the same question until you get more people to say right. what you like. <laughs> right. But, and, and I think part of it too is figuring out what your boundaries are and what it is mm-hmm. you really want. Because I think when you figure out what you really want, You'll attract what you put mm-hmm. out there. So that's true. Attract your yeah. positive, uplifting group, or you're going to attract a, a negative group. So really, you have to establish the boundaries. Yeah, yeah, that's there, true. There might be a little bit of like a fearlessness too, where it's like I'm going to do what I want because it feels right. Like if it means traveling and every person around me is saying don't, I'm going to do it. And then if I fail, being okay with that failure. Like right. Often we want yeah. people. Say it's gonna be okay along the way, and that does help you in those like uncertain moments. But sometimes mm-hmm. you have to be ready to be like, I might totally fall mm-hmm. on my feet, and that's okay. And as long as if I know that's okay, I will be fine. I will pick myself up. So there's that fearlessness of I'm gonna do it anyways because mm-hmm. I want to and I need to. And if I fail, no big deal. I'll be fine. Yeah. Right. That that's hard right there. What you just said. It is, and it's not even. Um, like, I, I don't even think it's the whole idea of failure, because that's something that I think, like, I we're pretty comfortable talking about, but it's the idea of people watching you. Right, fail, yeah, yeah. Fail. Or that I told hard. you, I told you so. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Or so. they don't even have to say it. Yeah. You know, they're taking yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Loser>. Those bastards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's the public failure. Yeah, that's it. It's the public failure. It's, I was actually just sharing this with a group and I was explaining to them that I'm going to learn how to ice skate and I had to be convinced that this is something I should do because I don't like the snow. I'm not Elsa from Frozen. I don't, the cold (laughs) bothers me a lot. Um, But um, I'm doing it because my husband and my daughter both ice skate. I'm like, well, I want to spend some time with them and this is an activity that matters to them. So I should do this. But part of it, I was trying to talk them into going skiing. I'm like, because if you fall, you fall in the snow, you fall on that ice, that hurts. Like, right. And then part of it is 
the public humiliation, you know, yeah. oh, the little kid is doing good. The elder guy's doing good. Who's this chick who's <laughs> hanging on for dear life and about to cut off somebody else's finger or foot? You know? And it's, you know, oh. are you willing to, yeah. are the things you value more important than the public embarrassment? Mm-hmm. Right. Because right? for me, the relationships are more important. So I'm going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally agree, Shannon. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's like, yeah, but I think the willing to take that risk or to do that or to step outside your comfort zone comes from the fact, comes from a security that if you don't have that security in in your core as to who you are, you're not willing to fail. You know, you're not willing to to take that chance or that, that leap of faith because you are so afraid of, of, you know, the unknown and the unknown is what, in my experience is far scarier than you know than anything else so how do you how do you how do you establish that kind of security um for example shannon julie cassie you guys have all um done different things in it as a career path um yeah started your own businesses your entrepreneurs like how do you how do you get to that point where you have that um confidence well I mean, I mean, for me, oh, sorry, I, I think it just happens through experience and adversity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't just happen. You can't just wake up one morning and say, oh, I'm going to be really confident, <laughs> you know, and really sure about my abilities. And if I fail, I'm going to bounce back. I, like just for me, just of having a reference of going through really, really difficult times and making it out, especially when I didn't think I was going to make it out. And I did like, I can't believe that three years later, I'm on a podcast talking about being inspiring, you know? So (laughs) I don't know how one cultivates that just sits down and, and I don't know what the answer to that is, but all I can say is just, I guess it's this, like you could either look at your negative, painful experiences is something bad, or you can say, I made it through. And if you have victim mentality, then you're going to stay stuck. If you don't have victim mentality, you're going to move forward. I mean, again, but I don't know how you just poof, you know, become confident. I just think it's a matter of experience, really. Mm -hmm. Attitude, you know, those. Oh, I agree. That's good. Really good points. I think it, um, goes to, okay. it does go to show the importance of like, if you have kids, if you've got younger females in your life, it's so critical to be encouraging yeah. them. Right. Because for the people that didn't have that, like it's going to be a bigger struggle. doesn't mean that they can't get to that point where they can get confident and they can figure out their value and the people they want, but it's so much harder because they've been you know, kind of against a wall half their life because no one's been encouraging them. So it's just, it's such an extra step as a, a woman, an aunt, a mom, a grandma, whatever, you know, what any younger females in your life to be that, that kind of rock for them and teach them those, how to be confident, teach them how to, to get through those hard times. Cause it is hard as a kid. And, and yeah, it's just, it's a lot to deal with if you don't have those older um, people to look up to. So yeah. it's true. Uh, I, I totally agree with that. I think in part, it's 
knowing that most of the time you're only about 80% confident anyway. So it's, you don't wait till you're 100% confident. I mean, you're never that confident about most of what you do. Right. And then I think the other thing is I have a, um, a woman who I really admire and she has a shirt that says, God, give me the confidence of a mediocre man. And (laughs) I think that that is um, really true because the stats show that men will apply for a job with only have 50% of their credentials, but women will wait until they have a hundred percent of those. Right. And so it's like, you know what, there are people willing to step out that don't have half of the energy, the creativity, or, you know, Mm -hmm. just the chutzpah behind them to do it. So just do it. I think my daughter has been very eye-opening for me. My husband has encouraged me to do some things, but when I look at my daughter, she exhibits the fearlessness that I had at that age. And so it's kind of been very encouraging for me to go, oh, you're not doing that because you had this incident and that incident happen. So you kind of feel shaken. If you had not had that incident happen, you'd go ahead and do that thing. So just do the thing. Like, because I can watch her and she's so fearless in so many ways. And so that encourages me. How, how old is she? She's eight. Going oh, on 45. Wow. Going on 45. Yeah. <laughs> she's eight. And, yeah. And she'll say things. She'll say things like, why aren't you doing that? And I don't want to have to tell her, well, mommy's not doing that because she's scared. I'm like, you're right. Why am I not doing that? All right. I won't, I won't, I won't be a punk. Come on, let's go. Let's try the thing that I am not, that I'm not doing. Because um, to Cassie's point, you know, you, we learn not to do these things when we're little girls, where we learn to prevent ourselves. I know the woman who um, created the brand Spanx, she talked about how her dad asked her every day. So what did you fail at today? Right. Just this idea of making it okay to fail, making it okay to make mistakes so that it was easy for her to be entrepreneurial because she was always looking like, well, of course, we're going to make mistakes. Of course, they're going to be bumps. No biggie. We'll just keep trying. Mm -hmm. I don't know if little girls are always taught that. No, they're not. Right. (laughs) No, because most of us are going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think as a I think as a teacher, I think we um, we don't, we don't encourage kids in general to fail. Like we're like, Oh, you got to do more. You got to work harder. You you know, you didn't study enough. You didn't, you didn't read enough. You didn't, you know, so I think Mm -hmm. like we don't ever, I think, and that's just intrinsic as parents, as teachers, as role models that we're always encouraging them to do it more, do it again, Mm -hmm. practice, practice, Mm -hmm. practice, instead of saying it's okay. You know what? you, you are really working hard, like to give them credit for what they are doing. Right. I saw that you're really working at learning to, you know, speak a language, ride that bike, learn that new sport, read that book, write that sort whatever. I, I think it's a, mm-hmm. a mindset shift right. that we have to acknowledge that they are, they are trying. It's that whole mindset of going from trying to be the best to just trying to be better. Mm-hmm. So being the best is attached to the outcome, like you were talking about, Julie. Yeah. Um, better is appreciating the process and the journey. And that's that's the mind shift we have to, I think, really work on. Yeah. Gina, can you just imagine if you were doing conferences and you said to the parents, your son failed. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Um, 
it's, I have learned a lot since I'm teaching English online. I've learned a lot about the perception. And again, we're looking at a culture, the Chinese culture that looks at education completely different than what we're looking at here in the United States. Um, So for them, their emphasis is, um, you know, getting it right and saying, and and you can have a child that's sick and doesn't feel well. And they're like, nope, they're fine. Just keep teaching. You know, they, I mean, they look so totally different. So for me, I've learned a lot about that approach about, helping the parent in that culture understand that he or she is a diligent student, that they are working, that they are making progress because they want perfection all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter mm-hmm. that they're sick or that they don't feel well or whatever. So it's a different, it's a de- definitely different mindset. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your next question, Gina? What, what was the next one you had? Well, talk about legacy. To talk yeah. about your legacy, what what's your legacy? What do you hope to leave, or what what are you working to leave as a legacy? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so I guess I I hope to touch plenty of people throughout my life and in a you know creative way and bring bring more people together. And I would want to start numerous businesses. Um, the Serene Soul Retreat, which is what I have. When I came home, I saw an opportunity to have just a really beautiful um, place in the country where people can come and, you know, meditate and have, especially in the middle of everything going on. I, I know that that's lacking in a lot of people's lives. So just being able to offer that and knowing that there was an opportunity here. And then we've had now a few and just bringing so many beautiful people together. I, I love it. I think I absolutely love it to be around these amazing groups. So this is the first of hopefully many, um, not just events, but like, um, hopefully, you know, jobs or uh, careers career paths that I might have. Um, so I don't know what I want my legacy. I just want people, I want people who've met me to be like, she's amazing and her energy is great. And she brought me to this. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. Um, that's the goal. <laughs> keep connecting and um, keeping a part of everyone's life and then continue traveling and seeing the world. I mean, that's the most I can ask, right? I guess I don't, I, that's the best I can do. <laughs> I think um, it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> Shannon. Um, so I want um I want to leave the legacy of being a good wife, of being a good mom, of um being a good friend. I'm an only child, so I don't have to worry about the whole sibling thing. Um, but <laughs> to be, be a good friend. Um, I think for me, legacy really is, I think back on things like um, my mother's funeral, right? And I remember that the church was packed, like overflow was packed. There was someone trying to get in that was in a wheelchair and we didn't have a ramp. So they had to literally carry the person in the wheelchair into the church. And that was the funeral. That didn't include the wake, which was the night before that had an entirely different group of people. And the church was Filled. Every single ex-boyfriend she ever had was there and talking about how fabulous a person she was, right? Um, and so when I think about legacy, you know, I think about my grandmother, her funeral, and how this man got up and said, you know, she called me every week to check on me because she knew I was a recovering alcoholic and my mom had just passed away. And she would wow. say, I know that you're living by yourself, so I'm going to call and check on you and make sure you're okay. So when I think of legacy, I think of And none of us knew that she was doing that. There were all these ways that she was touching people that we didn't know. So when I think about legacy, there's this part of me that says, how will I have changed the lives of other people 
in a way that inspires them to also do good and carry that good forward. You know, being in a faith-based, faith-based profession, that's really what we see as legacy, right? You know, how have you marked people's lives with goodness and kindness in a way that they can then share that and it have a lasting impact? Wow. wow. That's really good. Yes. So you've, you've left a, a legacy for me. Thank you. Aww. Thank you. So <laughs> Aww, thank you. <laughs> All right, Julie. Um, I guess I'd like to leave this place a more beautiful place than I arrived in it by my words and actions and by my artwork. Um, And also, I'd like to leave a legacy of, you know, that hopefully I've helped other people. And I, that's what I really want to focus on with um, part of my jewelry sales. I'd like part of my proceeds to go towards um, suicide prevention and depression help. Um, I'm actually um, helping write a book about suicide prevention and, and just so how can my life experiences, you know, help other people and, and, you know, so I, what, you know, what I overcame. So Tell us about the, the stuff in the background, the jewelry. Well, like I said, I, I funny thing is, I only started this nine months ago, and um, it's it's etched metal jewelry. And what's really cool is, like, I could look at well, so I closed my graphic design business down, and I could you know look at that as a negative or whatever, and. But really, I couldn't be doing this jewelry without the graphic design experience. Mm-hmm. Because long story short, you have to um, turn your sketches artwork into a real precise vector, right? So mm-hmm. that it can be transferred to the metal to be etched. You can't just have a sketchy line. It's real precise. Um, so, yeah, I, I've just been able to use my previous experience and and do this. And like I said, this is this is it. This is my medium. I mean, 20 years ago, I'm I was so happy home. for you. Yeah, I'm so happy for you, Julie. I truly yeah. am because and I what, feel like everything, everything happens for a reason. So yeah. all of that happened to bring you to this point. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What I want to say, what I really want to focus on and what I've really been thinking about is why it works for me is that and we talked about this. I love the process. Like I don't, I literally don't care. Like I've had batches of jewelry not turn out because of the etching formula was wrong, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Lots of failures, but I'm just like, well, research and development, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so and then like the, and I was talking to Jackie about this, you know, like, great. Yeah. You know what, if the outcome is I make money and that's like an added bonus, you know, mm-hmm. I, so I'm just feel lucky. And also it, like when you've had something rolling around your head for like 20 years, like I want to do this, but I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, the pandemic, right. Yeah. Allowed me to focus only on the, not only, but mostly on yeah. this. Yep. So right. it's interesting. You're right. Like all um, these different things have led me to this. Yeah, yeah. Right to where you're supposed to be. So, yeah, I know you talked yeah. to me three years ago. It was quite different. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And now uh, you're opening up an Etsy store, right? Yes. Yeah. It's mind's eye metal. Yeah. And, um, 
I think you can just view the banner right now. I don't have mm-hmm. uh, postings for sale, but this weekend I just uh, received a bunch of uh, supplies so I can finish some of this jewelry up. So that's it. I'm doing it. Okay. So, Great. Great. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 What's the name of your uh, retreat? Like how can people find it? Oh, Serene Soul Retreat. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram right now. Um, it's Serene Soul underscore retreat. Um, we do have uh, one this coming Saturday, um, but we are sold out, which is amazing. And so we will be having another one coming in May, another one coming in August. Um, we do provide different events throughout the year as well, like smaller events. But um, it's a beautiful, beautiful place in the country that you can come for like a little escape and meditation it's movement embodiment it's just it's a lot of beautiful energy beautiful people so definitely check it out Jackie Jackie I just I wanted to say something um about Shannon really quick um I I met Shannon oh my god I can't remember how many years ago it's been now but um I remember the day you came into the salon when um, I was at Macy and you came into the salon and you were like, I'm going to uh, get sworn in as as an attorney. I, you know, I passed the bar and, you know, and I was so happy for you. And then it's like, next thing I know, um, Shannon's a minister. And then the next thing I know, Shannon's a motivational speaker. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, Shannon, <laughs> what is going on? You're doing all these jobs. Are you Jamaican? So, yeah. so just tell us, you know, you know, what's going on, how people can reach you. And and, you know, with all the things that you do, you still have time to to meet people and talk to people and counsel people. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's okay. My, um, all of my close friends nicknamed me Tommy. If you're familiar with that character from uh, the Martin yeah. show, cause no one actually knew what Tommy did for yeah, a job, but yeah. he always had money. Right. They're like, so what are you doing now? Like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I can pay. I can pay when we go out to eat that we're good. Um, but um, you can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter at Dr. Shannon Polk. That's where you can find me. And then I, my website is just shannonpolk.com. And if people want to inquire about any of my services, they can um, just fill out a form there and I'll get back in touch with them. Great. Okay. Great. Well, I'll tell you what, um, one of the things that they say about creating or leaving a legacy is that you, you live your legacy. You don't even realize you're actually living your legacy. So you guys are such an inspiration. We thank you guys for being on the show. Um, it was very inspiring today and you're all living your legacy. So you don't have to worry about leaving it behind. Right. You, you've done it already. So, yep, it's here. Yeah. And Jackie, you've, you've always been such a big support. Thank you. Aww, and, you and Mariah, Rocky. Yes. <laughs> I feel the same way about Nora. The times that I have come and sat in that chair and been like, my life is crazy. And you're like, it's okay. It's okay. It's all be okay. Just give me two hours, a little color. I got you. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shannon. I love you. <laughs> I love you back. All right, ladies, we are going to end with our fortune for the day. Ah, here we go. So it says, a light heart carries you through all the hard times. Oh, wow. nice. That's yeah. perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. That's light heart carries you through all the hard times. So. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. 
Thank you for joining us. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing your stories and your insight and being an inspiration to all of us. We look forward to hearing more about your adventures and your um, the 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 path the paths that you travel and those that the things that you create. So it's been a pleasure and an honor to spend this hour with you three. Ladies. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, and remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith and have a happy week. Be safe. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Yeah. Stay warm. Bye. 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 Bye.